You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He is a sports columnist for Yahoo Sports. He's a New York Times bestselling author, Epic Athletes for Young Readers. And he's done a great job with all those. Great to have him back with us. He's Dan Wetzel, and he joins us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Hi, Dan. Hey, Dan. How you guys doing? Good. We're How are doing you? well. Excellent. It's good to hear. So, I, I know you've been all over this college football, thinking about some rule changes, and without getting real specific, let's go generic first to speed up the game. Does college football need sped up? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's my thing. Um, you wait all year for the games. I don't really sit in there, never sitting there going, I want less football, right? Um, so in my opinion, no. Um, but they have other opinions, and there's two uh, things that are causing this. One is player safety. Uh, they've expanded the playoff. Uh, it's possible someone's going to play 17 games. Uh, if you go all the way to the championship game and you're a, like a lower-seeded team, uh, more likely, two teams will play 16, which is one more than what uh, generally, like Georgia played last year, right? Um, so, I think in PR ways, they're trying to do player safety, and by lowering the number of plays, um, it, it it can even out adding a game uh, by you know, and and the the theory is it's not how many games you play, it's how many times you line up and hit somebody. It's how many times you cut in the open field. Sort of like, it's not how many times a pitcher start gets into a game. It's, it's appearances. It's how many pitches he threw. Or even innings pitches, how many pitches he threw. So that is one element. Now, the thing is, these rules will affect all 132 teams where the playoff expansion is only going to impact, you know, three, four teams that might play an extra game. So it is a widespread thing. The other one that they're not talking about is television. Television does not want four-hour football games. They want uh, shorter games that are better for the uh, home audience to watch, especially the casual fan. And they want games that start at noon to end at 3.20 in time for some ads and then the next game to start at 3.30. They don't want four-hour games, which we often see, particularly the primetime game. Uh, and I know any Ohio State fan knows some of those, you know, a Saturday night game that starts at 8 and it finishes at midnight, mm-hmm. it's a tough go. So those are the motivations. I, those are not my motivations, so I'm not really on, in favor of any of it, but uh, that's what they're going with. Hmm. Who's driving it? Who's, is it the presidents that are driving this? Or is this the medical that's driving it? I'm always going to say TV. Money is okay. always going to be the number one. TV wants they're paying these guys a billion and they're saying, you know, Hey, we'll give you a billion dollars broadcast your games. You got to get them more in line with the NFL, with the NFL, which is um, consistently about three hours. There's other stuff. I mean, you know, fans, 
at the stadium, leave a little early. It's hard to keep the students. There's different stuff that goes on. But um, there's not a lot of impetus to say. There's not that many people on maybe my side that are like, yeah, whatever. Um, I'm not going for, for less college football. So if you, you come up with, with player safety, fan experience, and money, uh, on one side, you're going to lose the debate really quick. If you're on the other side, yeah, I um, I, I I'm on your side, just so you know that, Dancer. So we're on the yeah. same team, but I, I also envision more in-game commercials now with plays running. If you're not going to stop that clock, you know how they have those those right. new commercials that probably dropped what, two or three years ago. They started putting those in. Like I could see either less of those, which I highly doubt is going to happen, or they're going to have to run those commercials while the play is going. I think they'll have the same number of commercial spots and the commercial timeouts are going to be, they're not cutting down on commercials. They're just getting the clock running through. So, um, I mean, yeah, I, I I get it because if, look, if if it, if you keep the clock running, so right now in college football, every time there's a first down, the clock stops. Every time there's an incompletion, the clock stops in the NFL. uh, They don't stop after the first down. Um, and I, I believe they only stop. It's different times of the thing, but when you when you set the ball down, the clock starts going again after an incompletion, except in the the end of the game. Right. Um, so the NFL, there's roughly a hundred plays, 120 plays. College football can have 180 plays, so it's a lot more plays. So you're gonna have less possessions, less punts after which you have commercials. They'll just make longer commercials. Um, and that's also something that I, I don't know anybody is sitting around at a game says, boy, I hope this timeout goes from four minutes to five minutes. Um, <laughs> they I take watching. forever when you're at the game, man. <laughs> yeah, just, they do. Does. And it's like the band, I mean, God bless the band. They're good, but not that good. <laughs> um, they don't want to listen to this much. And there's only so many, uh, you know, uh, uh, sociology professors who won some award. We can trot out the 50 yard line, <laughs> you know, or whatever they do. <laughs> Uh, dogs with frisbees, it 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 becomes a slog. So, if, but look, man, money is money talks, and uh, money is saying, let's 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 do this. So, um, I think all you can do is say, well, how does this impact the actual playing of the game? And that's that's where I think the the debate is more um, vigorous. It's it's something's going to happen. It's how much and what do they do at this point. Dan Wetzel joining us, Yahoo Sports columnist. And you can follow Dan on Twitter at Dan Wetzel. It's W-E-T-Z-E-L. The, along with shortening the game, and, and one of the things that's being thrown out there, in five years, the length of the game has gone up by five minutes. And I think, really? So you're going to go ahead and make all this for five minutes? I, I don't understand personally there, Dan. And most college things end up being a weekend anyway. You know, So I another five minutes of football to me is a great thing. But the NIL, and I won't call it an experiment because I don't think it's going away. It's only going to get bigger. What, is this what anybody had in mind where it's just, you know, it's not like, hey, you can go down to fill in the blank auto dealer and sign some autographs right. and get paid. Now it's how much do we need to pay you to come to our school? I mean, it couldn't be any more blatant professionalism. Is this what anybody had in mind? Well, I think it was obvious where it was going to go. I think there were still a lot of people in college sports who think that college sports has clung to this, this, this um, the concept of amateurism, right? And amateurism really doesn't exist in any other part of the world 
the Olympics gave up on amateurism in the 1980s. Um, it's, it's really not a concept that can survive. But there's a lot of true believers in college sports, and it made them a lot of money um, having amateurism. So when NIL came in, there were still a lot of coaches and ADs that convinced themselves, oh, we'll be able to do this in the construct of amateurism. And it's just it doesn't exist except in in people's minds. Like if you're good at no one no one is an amateur if they're good at it. Like I, I'm an amateur cook because I'm not any good. If I could make something that people would pay for, I would right, or I would have that choice to do so. Um, you know, you see it all the time. Well, someone's got a little recipe, and all of a sudden they're selling stuff on the side. Um, you're and so it just this was what was going to happen. You can sit there and say, well. The, everybody's in favor of, right, like, if if your jersey's selling at the bookstore, you should get a cut, right? Who's against that? Uh, if you go down to the local car dealer and sign some autographs, maybe let you drive around in, in, in the car uh, in exchange. Great. Probably people don't really have a problem with that. But it was very obvious that qu- quite quickly the schools were going to say, well, we've got all these car deals lined up for you. And we've got all the jersey sale. This is our jersey sale number. And Will and and then and then soon going. What exactly do you have to do for the money? Maybe you don't have to do anything but send out one tweet um, or one one Instagram thing talking about the you know varsity varsity dodge or whatever in town. And um, so it was obvious where it was going. I think there were a lot of people in college sports that convinced themselves they'd be able to to handle this. And the thing about college athletics and everyone who works in the NCAA, they love rules. They love writing rules. <laughs> They love conceptualizing rules. They love defining rules down to whether you can put cream cheese on the bagel or not. Is that a meal? Is it just a plain bagel okay? Right? Everyone's heard these stories. The rule book is, you know, massive. It looks like the U.S. tax code. They are rule-obsessed people, so they immediately say, let's create all these rules. None of these rules are, are, are effective. You're better off saying there are no rules. Deregulate. And just say, hey, have at it. But they're trying to, like, put the toothpaste back in the tube. And it's not – it's not um, – the, the, the impetus is not coming from fans or media or even players. It's coming from the Supreme Court of the United States. Like, they lost 9-0 to zero in their last case at the Supreme Court. And, uh, and Brett Kavanaugh, Justice Kavanaugh, wrote a, a concurring opinion basically saying – any lawyer that comes back up here, you're going to win, too, on more. Like, enough with the amateurism. You can't say we, say we don't pay players because our sport doesn't pay players. Like, that, he's like, that's not an argument in economics. You can't say, I don't pay my workers because we've never paid our workers. That doesn't work. So they're going to lose every case. They have no chance, and yet they just keep trying to write more rules, and they keep trying to regulate what is completely – impossible to regulate and at some point the mindset has to change of like well this is just how it is instead of like this is horrible because i can't control this situation Hmm. hang on dan they're finishing up my tattoo on my arm okay i'm good um (laughs) you know the other part of it that i i find just funny is that you know like ryan day says in the offseason ohio state needs 13 million and then I what, are they going to do a Buckeye oh, telethon? Yeah, or we're falling behind here. And, yeah, because we're going to yeah, have to pay right. these. I mean, like to me that uh, is just like I, I don't know. When I heard that, I was I was like ready. It's okay, tone deaf, isn't it? Yeah, it's just it's just like I, what do you so I'm like? Okay, here comes uh, Ryan Day is going to come out and do a telethon. He's going to wear a tux Labor Day weekend, and now all of a sudden we'll be like, and yes, you too can uh, supply money for a defensive back with your donation of five dollars. I 
Where does it end? That's my question. I don't know. You, I think you that, answered that, it. That's yeah. where it ends. Yeah, yeah, that's where it goes. Uh, okay. So Michigan this year, uh, some Michigan boosters, whatever, right? It can't be the University of Michigan. It can right. only be uh, an unatta- unaffiliated thing, which, again, is like we need a rule. Well, this, I mean, this is a joke, right? The people like, that they hated the most, right? Yeah. The uncle's the, uncle who's helping the, the kid make the decision. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They can create a thing. Again, this is stupid. Like, are you going to tell me that a school, let's say Ryan Day gets his, he can't get $13 million, but this group that he has no contact with gets 13 Well, what if they give a, a, a 500000 to a quarterback that Ryan Day doesn't want? Yes. Okay. There's no <laughs> way there's not coordinating. Hey, we just bought wow. you this quarterback. This kid shows up and goes, I got a half a million. Dude, I don't want you. I want this other kid. You just screwed up my recruiting. Of course they're coordinating. How, this is stupid, right? But they have rules. But I'll give you the telethon thing. This is really interesting, and I think more schools will, will do this. And I, I, don't, I have no problem with it. The Michigan group created something called the One More Year Fund. And, the, and it's on a website. And they literally state, our goal is to, to raise enough money to keep Blake Corum, their star running back, and Z, uh, Zach, Zach Zinter, their star uh, lineman. And they list off five kids to keep them all mid-round NFL draft picks to stay in Ann Arbor for one more year, come back and try to win the national title. And it was basically a GoFundMe. So I don't know who paid because they don't list it, but I, I can imagine there are people paying 1000 there are people paying 5 bucks, and they raised enough money, and guess what? Five players returned to Ann Arbor for this. Wow. All, all five Bank guys. for Blake? That's what they need to do. Basically it. You can look it up. It's called the One More Year Fund. It's One More Year Fund or something. It's blatant what they were trying to do. I have no problem with it. Like, it's, like, like, what happened here? Well, uh, wealthy people gave college kid money. Good. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, above the like table. Curry, that's the other part of it that's Blake fun. Blake right? is great, right? Good. He earned it. He's a great player. And, you know, when you're running for touchdowns in, in 100,000-seat stadiums with billion-dollar TV contracts and, and somebody – but you can literally be involved in this thing if you're just the, you're just the average guy that says, hey, I'll kick in five bucks. Maybe the Wolverines will, be, will win next year. Um, so, yeah, that's where it is. That's the, that's the fundraising model. Now, in the past they did this, but it was about building locker rooms that had barber, barber shops in them and, and yeah. PlayStations at every locker. And um, I mean, you guys have been to these facilities. Oh, the Ohio gorgeous. State facility is so much better than the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals. It's not even close. Like, the New England Patriots practice outdoors are in a bubble, like one of those little bubbles. They have one locker room. They have a basic little weight room. They're the New England Patriots. You go to Purdue, and it's it's ten times nicer, right? So they're just changing where they're putting their money, and I think facilities and stuff will still matter. But, man, if you're Blake Corum and you're going, all right, I'm rehabbing a knee, I could be a fifth round pick. I'm going to make, well, you know what? If I come back and I make this much in rehab, and, you know, this all of a sudden is worth it. Hey, this is great. So it's a total different thing. The schools that are aggressive and, and just get over the concept of we can't do this. this, this hurts our sensibilities of amateurism and instead just embrace what the future is, they're going to be better off. Dan Wetzel joining us, Yahoo Sports. Dan, last thing, and it plays off of what you just said with with NIL money keeping guys around. The COVID year added to red shirt, added to yeah. NIL. Am, am I 
Am I imagining things, or do we have like 34-year-old college athletes now <laughs> who are in their ninth year? It, I, I've seen some kids who are like six, seven years out of high school who are still eligible. This is all coming to an end, right? When that COVID year is I, up, I, I hope so. It goes back so. to normal. That's a bet. It was twenty-five. Um, when you know, for Georgia, it's twenty-five yeah. years old. Yeah. Okay. It was funny at the end of the this national title game. I'm there, and Kirby Smart says something about Stetson's got some bottle of whiskey, and he's going to drink it, and then just and he was just smoking a cigar, and he looks at the crowd, and he goes, "What am I supposed to do? He's twenty-five. Like, <laughs> this is not. I can't discipline the kid. He's a twenty-five-year-old man, right?" Um, yeah. And sure enough, yeah, the problem I have with this is, I mean, look, these guys are playing, 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 and it really hurts the high school kids from last year's class um, because there's no scholarships available. So you look at a lot of the classes, and with the transfer portal, there were less high school seniors. I don't have the final data, but there were a lot of kids that would have signed, particularly at, like, it just it dribbles down, right? So a Mac school can sit there and say, look, I've got, I can sign a high school player who might be good in three years, or I can get this kid who, who played at uh, Iowa state and, and still has a COVID year. And as a grad student, I can get a 23 year old. I'm going to take the 23 year old. And so there's a lot of high school players that would have been D one recruits that kind of had to find a different route to go. So I think we'll get back more to the youth, but um, yeah, there's a lot of dudes just kind of living the dream into their mid twenties. And, uh, and, uh, you know, good for them, but it is, it's been a weird deal. Yeah, we called those guys who couldn't get their act together to get out of school, Dan. <laughs> Back yeah, when well, I was yeah, in school. I <laughs> those are the ones that were buying beer for that. Uh, never mind. I don't even <laughs> talk about that. Andy. You're a senior. Yeah, yeah that, it, that used to be uh, not, a, not a positive <laughs> turn. Now you're the national champ. <laughs> Dan, last question for you. Uh, the Pac-12, could Apple TV save that conference if they end up going over there? What do you think of that? I'll be, it may get you some money, but I, I don't. I don't think streaming is really good for for college programs um, because people, you know, part of part of what TV gives you is money, but a more part of it is, is visibility. And you know, the NFL obviously plays Thursday nights now on Amazon, and their ratings for the Thursday night game are, is much lower this year than last because unless you t- are totally dialed into watching that game, you either forget it's on or you don't flip back and forth with your other, you know, basic cable was really good for sports. Um, old school TV was really good. You know, you're not putting in a code. There's not a delay. Uh, you can live bet. All the different things that happen with streaming. Uh, streaming's great, you know, for binging shows and all sorts of things, but for live sports, it can struggle. And if you're the Pac-12, look, if, if, if Arizona State and Oregon are having a good game and it's Saturday night and you're, you're home and you're just a general Ohio State or Big Ten fan and you click over and watch and go, okay, this is really cool. Are you going to go search that out on Apple Prime or Apple Plus or whatever it is? And uh, It's tough. Probably not. So it's a real risk to go streaming because your visibility is going to drop significantly because it's just not how we consume the sport, especially when you're going to have three, four, you know, every Saturday, every time, anytime on a Saturday is five, six games you can find just on regular TV. So um, it's a risk for Pac-12. Hmm. Dan, thank you very much for your time. Awesome stuff as Appreciate always, Appreciate you being thank with you. us. Take care, guys. Talk to you soon. Dan Wetzel, Yahoo Sports. Follow him on Twitter at Dan Wetzel, W-E-T-Z-E-L. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 